The Queen of Scream. In front of an audience of film fans is Sheldon Maynard interviewing Deirdre von Vandergel, a former horror scream diva. There is a tray of tea in front of them. Now, Ms. von Vandergel, you've been quoted many times as saying that... Oh, darling, I've been quoted, I've been misquoted, I've been abridged, I've been overlooked, I've been reinvented, I've been invented. <laughs> May I continue, please, Ms. von Vandergel? We have a, a lot of ground to cover this evening. Oh, sure. Please call me Deirdre. We're all friends. Why all, right. all the formalities? Miss von Vandergel, please. I'm feeling a lot of love from this audience of young, attractive film fanatics. We're here to celebrate movies, am I right? Mm, uh, horror movies. Your beloved horror classic movies. And we have a, a lot of ground to cover before we screen the movie. Oh, yes, yes, of course. And remember, I only come out on special occasions in respect for the fans. My fans. <laughs> Please, have some tea. Oh, thank you. Oh, this is delicious, by the way. I brewed it especially myself. <laughs> well, then you are a tea master. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, Sheldon. Sheldon Maynard? Of course. Forgive me now. Where were we, Sheldon? Uh, you've been quoted in Photoplay magazine as saying that making all those horror pictures back in the day was scarier than the actual pictures. I said that? <laughs> Impressed. You really do your research. Oh, believe me, I've been trying to interview you for years. When I made The Hunted and the Damned, which was my first real horror film, I never, of course, intended to become labeled the Queen of Scream. I had every intention of doing Hedda Gabler on the stage, but <laughs> destiny stepped in and Hedda was put on hold one day. That's right. And uh, let's put this in perspective. After the sudden and surprise success of The Hunted and the Damned, you went on to do a string of horror classics in a row. Uh, the Raven in the Window, 61. Yes. Followed by Hairpin Turn in 62. Oh, Hairpin Turn, yes. Loved playing the split personality of Millicent Montenegro, such a delicious character. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lunch with the Devil in 63. Choked in 64. Stabbing Sonia in 65. All... Box office gold. Oh, well, you really know your stuff. And then, and then, you accepted the title role in Mrs. Loch Ness Monster, which virtually put an end to your career. Well, it actually did respectable business in China under the title The Loch Ness Monster's Wife. But virtually shut the doors on RKO Pictures and According to Photoplay, your outrageous demands caused the budget to, to, to escalate out of control. As I always say, complete exaggeration. But your insistence they shoot scenes on location in Loch Ness. For authenticity. Excuse me, Sheldon, I thought we were here for a retrospective, not an inquisition. Why rehash the behind-the-scenes fiasco of Mrs. Loch Ness Monster? Critics called it an uneven script, an epic three-hour melodrama disguised as a horror film. Too talky, not enough action, plus they killed it in the editing room. But it deserves another look. That is why I'm thrilled and tickled to be here with my fans. 
But then, uh, after the film flopped, your career ended as quickly as you choked Ronald Parker in Choked. <laughs> you really know your stuff. Look, I've been very busy since what I like to refer to as my early semi-retirement. I've been married and divorced six times, <laughs> supported various charity organizations, wrote a memoir slash cookbook. But most importantly, I've traveled the globe doing autograph signings and Q&As, meeting the most fascinating people. I love my fans. <laughs> when are we showing the film? And then, after some hard times, you had a, a private nervous breakdown in Gstaad, Switzerland, on the ski slopes that resembled your climactic mad scene opposite Pierre Donahue in The Thing in Abigail's Closet in 1963. Uh, drink your tea. Oh. Uh, well, how and why do you know so much about me? You're scaring me and all these beautiful film fans. How do I know so much about you, Ms. von Vandregel? Back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, I was a young aspiring actor myself, auditioning for role after role, and finally I got my big break, a small part in Mrs. Loch Ness Monster. Well, this is a stunning coincidence. You were in this movie. I, I cannot recall... Oh, wait a minute. Did you play a concerned townsperson in one of the lake scenes? Let me rephrase this. I was supposed to be in the picture, a one-line part as the baker. I was supposed to say to you, this was supposed to be my line, from behind the bakery counter, please, just take your cake and get out of here. But, but I remember distinctly that Hugh Hackford played the part of the baker. Believe me, I know every male that played every bit part in all my pictures. <laughs> well, Hugh Hackford got the part after you had me fired, and my career ended as suddenly as the way you strangled Paulette Brisbane in The Asphyxiation of Alice. I had you fired? It can't be. Oh, it's true. Oh, I'm sorry. I was young. Let bygones be. Let's move on. Whatever did I fire you for? You told them you did not believe me when I said the line, said I lacked credibility and charisma, had me fired. Been saying that line to myself ever since. Please, just take your cake and get out of here. <laughs> Seems perfectly fine to me, years later. But the real reason? <laughs> Doesn't take a genius to figure out. You wanted Hugh Hackford on the set as much as possible. Hugh Hackford. I hope he found what he was looking for. Oh, well, what does it matter? Look at you now, Sheldon Maynard, interviewing celebrities to a crowded auditorium filled with smart, adoring, and beautiful fans. You've done quite well for yourself. My career never recovered because of you. You murdered my dreams, Miss Van Vendrigel. No one murders someone else's dreams. You can only kill them yourself. Can I quote you on that? Uh, let us move on, shall we? And why don't we talk about my later television work? Surely the fans would like to know. <laughs> a failed attempt at Samuel Beckett for the BBC? This is quite a public attack. I thought this respectable Q&A was being taped for the later broadcast on Turner Classic Movies. Or was that a fabrication I made up? Just like the big lie you told Greer Gable at the end of Cross-Eyed. 
I think you might be confusing my screen persona with my real life. Oh, I know exactly what I am doing. I'm feeling unsteady and unsafe and would like to, as they say in Hollywood, wrap this up. I, oh. Oh, are you fading out, Miss Von Vandregel? I'm feeling woozy. Maybe it's the lights or the memories or perhaps it's the tea. What kind of tea is this anyway? It's such an aftertaste. Oh, it's the same tea you made for Lawrence Foster in Hellbent. Oh, the tea brewed with opossum poison? And a dash of honey, milk thistle, and rose hips. Yes, but had a strange effect on Lawrence Foster's character. He was disoriented at first and then completely focused, and then in that brilliant close-up, he simply put his head down and... Hmm. Well, then. Ladies and gentlemen, now let's enjoy a newly restored, pristine print of the late Deirdre von Vandregel and Hugh Hackford as the baker in the restored classic Mrs. Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> 